What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 23 of season five. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, Bruno and Kurt. Episode 23, but perhaps another episode of some sort as well? Yeah, Bruno. uh, Congratulations, pal. We have made it to episode 100 of Playing the Field, which on the surface level is genuinely kind of shocking to me. Again, you guys have heard the story. I don't need to bore anybody with it. But this started in May of 2020. That, Bruno, is a long time ago, my friend. And, you know, like I said, it started as a you know a podcast talking about me and my life and my career in athletic administration and kind of where I was going. And it turned into this really special thing with one of my best friends that every week during the NFL season, we get to come on here and we get to just talk about football, which again, Bruno, we, you and I have talked about this at length. We jokingly talked about this in the back room in the the deepest, darkest parts of Gamble Pavilion at UConn. And we were like, how cool would it be to one day to have, have a podcast together and God damn it. From our lips to God's ears, baby. And we and here we are, 100 episodes later. So first and foremost, thank you to the people who listen. Thank you to you, Bruno. Couldn't do it without you. And like I said, this is this is you said it last week. You put it you put it perfectly. This is therapy for you and I. And I uh, I, I couldn't appreciate you more than I do. Kurt, and and right back at you, triple digits, uh, one hundo. Uh, I was honored enough in season one to be like one of the featured guests because I was like, oh shit, Kurt has a podcast that's sick, playing the field. You have the sick intro. We still do, obviously. And I was like, damn, I'm gonna be on an episode. And that was so fun. Like that very first episode, we were talking sport management and like our history and backroom stuff, like gamble stuff. That was so fun. And then to be like, all right, let's like do some NFL stuff. Like it on a surface level, we're two dudes who fucking love the Patriots and love sports. That's fun on its own. But then you get into talk with you each week. It's been honestly so fun doing the different styles, whether it's like the fastest two minutes breakdowns of every game or like the fun summer episodes where we did drafts or like anywhere in between where we do like a mix and match of stuff to the pick six. It's honestly been so fun. And like, Thank God, Kurt, we had this. The uh, like we started May 2020, and thank God since then we've had this because we're going to talk about it. But it's been a trying time, none more so than currently to be a Patriots fan. And having this not only has been great, just dudes talking sports, but like being able to talk to someone and like get the news, hear other perspectives, talk it out, be there for each other. It's okay. Shout out to that Patriots video from 
the Seahawks Super Bowl. I forget where he's like, it's okay to tell another man you love him. Like it, it is okay to tell another man you love him if you want to. Yeah, um, and I love you. But, so I, that, uh, amen to that. <laughs> and I, lo- I love you too. So it's been you, great. You, you raise another good point here. Um, you know, you got to experience the UConn dual championship in 2013. I did not being a year behind you. So I witnessed the four to five worst years of UConn men's basketball <laughs> in the history of UConn men's basketball. Similarly, similarly, oh my, similarly to that, words are tough. Words are tough. Words um, are. We have experienced potentially the four worst years of Patriots football in our lifetime. So uh, the common denominator there is me, not math guys, <laughs> don't like denominators, but I am it. And so for that, I'm very sorry to you. Well, Kurt, you're him. So I, I, I hear what you're saying. Also, fuck denominators. So I've disproved your equation. Matt. Is there anyone in this world who <laughs> likes a fraction? Dude, fuck fractions. That's the name of this episode. It's really not. It's going to be something. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be something. But, fuck. but fuck fractions would be an awesome title. Yeah, just completely out of context. <laughs> Yeah, as, as it should be. As it should be. That's what makes this podcast so fun. You never know what you're going to get. You never know. Simply don't. But you do always know we hate math. That is That it will always remain the fuck. same. Literally, fuck math. Uh, Bruno, uh, it was really nice of the Patriots to do something really big for episode 100. Like, that was very, very nice oh. of them. Oh, listen. Couldn't, wouldn't have had it any other way. Perhaps. Well, I, I might have. Um, <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Bruno... <laughs> Let's address the the elephant in the room here. And again, yeah. I apologize, people. As I as we just talked about, this is therapy. Yep, this is therapy. Welcome to the Kurt and Bruno therapy session that's about to go down on episode twenty three of season five of yep. playing the field because it's coming. It's coming. Um, Bill Belichick, after you know months and months of what's going to happen with New England. Uh, him and Robert Kraft and the Patriots on January 11th, 2024, have mutually agreed to part ways. Now, uh, they had a little thing this morning. It gets announced right at 7 a.m. Mike Reese, Adam Schefter come out and report. Bill Belichick out as Patriots head coach. Um, there would be no trade. There would be no anything like that. It was Bill. This was an un- unprecedented run. Thank you for the best 24 years, the six Super Bowls. Uh, Robert Kraft said in, in his little in his little bit in this press conference that, you know, later in the day when he's answering questions that, you know, he could have he could have tried to seek out a, a trade for Bill Belichick, but Bill Belichick didn't deserve that. Bill Belichick, similarly to when Tom Brady got to be a free agent and choose where he's going to go next, Bill Belichick should have that same opportunity afforded to him where he gets to choose where he goes next. Um, and so... Uh, there is some finality to it. And, and Bruno, if, if people know anything about me, um, when something crazy happens, I usually like to, um, write my thoughts out, um, and I, or come on this podcast and talk some shit, Mm -hmm. um, both, both good, uh, uh, ways to express how I feel, but I did post something today. So I'm just going to kind of go through the bullet points of it and just kind of let you know how I feel. Is that, is that cool? You down for that? Uh, Kurt, lay it on me. So again, Bruno, you know me pretty well. Uh, you are a simple guy. Yep. I am also a relatively simple guy, and it, w- with that comes the understanding that I don't really like change very much. 
Um, I usually try to find something and stick to it. And I, I, that's just kind of how I've operated in my 27 years on this earth. <laughs> so while not incredibly surprising that over the last couple months of the Patriots struggling and, you know, finishing a season at four and 13, uh, it's not surprising the news of the, of the separation between Belichick and the Patriots comes, but it's, it's, you're left with this enormous pit in your stomach as a Patriots fan. And it's similar to when I, when Tom Brady left in March of 2020, people forget Tom Brady uh, left the Patriots the same day COVID really started. So Tom Brady started COVID. I don't make the rules. That is, that, that is what it is. I, I guess so. it's a fact. Look it up. Fact checked me. All right. I want one of those things on Twitter. It says like this fact has been checked. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady started COVID. I, that could be an episode title. A lot of episode titles. A lot of them. But, you know, I was when he left, I was beside myself. I was upset. I was angry. I felt a lot of, like, big feelings. And, you know, it felt like I, I said at the time, feels kind of like your childhood hero departing for something better somewhere else. I, I, the, equate, the analogy I used at the time was your ex-girlfriend just dumped you for the hottest guy in school. And you're left there like, oh, who, who can I date? Who can yeah. I date? And you date Cam Newton. And it's oh, like, it's not, it's not great. It's right? okay to tell another man you love him. Kurt. <laughs> yeah, but not Cam Newton. Sorry, Cam, you were a good Patriot while it lasted. But, you know, that, that really gutted me, the loss of Tom Brady. Like, it gutted me. And, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I, I knew Belichick eventually would leave the Patriots, but I never thought mm. I would be as emotional as I was today, Bruno. I always envisioned the ending of Belichick's career as him being trotted off the field at Gillette Stadium on the shoulders of his players in that fucking ugly-ass, dirty, cut-off hoodie with the BB initials on it and, you know, not a dry eye in the stadium, including Bills. And, you know, they, they he breaks Shula's win record, and it's just this joyous celebration of 25-plus years as a New England Patriots head coach. And it would have been the perfect ending to a perfect relationship um, but you know, as you get older, the storybook endings, they don't always happen the way that you kind of hope they would or, or, or intend for them to. And, um, that, that just kind of is life and it, it's unfortunate, but that's just kind of what we have at, at hand here. And for you and me, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, Bill Belichick's Patriots are the only Patriots we have ever known. I was four yeah. years old. You were five years old when Bill Belichick was introduced as a head coach yep. of the Patriots. And obviously, we don't remember that moment specifically. But there are countless memories and moments since then that I think you and I will always be grateful for because of Bill Belichick's Patriots. Um, even you and I have I memories in college watching games together and watching Super Bowls together at Ant's house and yep. watching drafts and having Ant fall asleep next to us. Like it, it was all good. It was all relative. But there are so many moments that you you think of it, uh, memories that I will never forget that revolve around the Patriots and revolve around Belichick. And for every single Sunday for 23 years, you turn the TV on. And you see the stoic and intrepid Bill Belichick on the sidelines. You see the hoodie. You see the you see the disgust. You hear the grunts. You like it's just it's unapologetically Bill, and that's what you had for twenty three years. Every time you watch a Patriots game, and uh, I'll be straight with you, Bruno. I said it. I wanted him to return. I'm going to miss the man. I'm going to miss. I mean, even Robert Kraft said today, there is no football mind like Bill Belichick's on the planet. That's 
Robert Kraft is choosing to walk away from that. He's admitting Bill Belichick is the smartest football mind on the planet, but ultimately he felt like it was a need for the Patriots to go go there a different direction. But I'm going to miss how goddamn fucking smart Bill Belichick is. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to even miss the shtick he has with the media and the memes of him. Like there are countless memes of Bill Belichick and they're all equally hilarious. Um, the moments where he showed his humility, uh, which, again, few and far between. But there were certainly moments of it. And I think my favorite thing about Bill Belichick is when he he showed who Bill Belichick truly was, which I truly believe is a misunderstood man who would just go above and beyond for his people. And a couple instances of that, like you hear these stories that come out from former players and these stories from fans about how gracious Bill is actually with his time. And when you get to know Bill Belichick, how amazing of a man he is. I, I think back to a party that um, one of my, my buddies, Jake had years ago. And I got to, I got the chance to meet Ryan Izzo and uh, Jake talked to the Brian Izzo being the Patriot, former Patriot tight end. Um, and, you know, I didn't want to, Jake warned me. He's like, don't be fucking weird around about <laughs> Izzo. Cause no, I'm the Patriot degenerate. I didn't want to yeah. say something stupid. So he, Ryan Izzo comes up to me later we start ripping tequila shots, which if you know me, I also don't do those. I don't do tequila. Um, and he goes, so I hear you're a pretty big Patriot fan. And I get all fucking like red, like a little school girl. I'm like, yeah, no, I am. And he's like, what's your one question? And I was like, um, what's Bill Belichick like? I panicked. I, just could, I could ask about Tom. I asked about Belichick. And his direct quote, and he goes, the guy is a fucking legend. And I was like, I, I believe it. And I was like, is he as like uh, my follow up to it was like, is he as much of a prick as he seems? And he goes, no, he's like the funniest dude you'll ever meet. And he's like, he, you know, he, he pushes every single ounce of anything out of you, but he also is like the greatest teacher and just the greatest guy to be around. And to hear that from someone who has firsthand experiences around Bill Belichick, maybe be like the guy just, he hates the media. He doesn't want to give them anything. And it, I really do wish people got to see the other side of Bill Belichick. Like, remember when he was on that show on NFL Network ranking the top 100 players ever that he won yeah. a fucking Emmy for? People forget Bill Belichick has an Emmy. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, he just – he was a dude's dude. And then the Army-Navy game at Gillette this year. Yeah. Bill Belichick's putting on a helmet from the 1960s, being a goddamn hoodlum up there on college game day with Pat McAfee. Like – Sometimes you just wish you could have more of those experiences and see Bill Belichick for who Bill Belichick is. Like I posted something on my story today of Bill's genuine reaction to when he won Super Bowl 53 against the Rams. He's ecstatic. He's hugging anybody he can see. He's emotional. He is um he's he's uh, maybe shocked they weren't supposed to win the Super Bowl that year. And it's it's uh it was like a, a beautiful thing where you don't see that side of Bill Belichick. You get the grumpy angry nasty bill belichick so much so the times where you got to see that humility is is was amazing and you know i'm not gonna lie bruno we'll probably talk about it on this i'm nervous i don't know what i don't know what comes next i don't like change i admitted that and bill belichick is the only coach i've ever known and now that we're in uncharted waters here i i don't know what to expect you know you have 23 years of going to nine super bowls and winning six of them and it, it for so long so many people wanted to see uh, the Patriots dynasty end. And somehow, some way, they just kept writing chapter after chapter of this dynasty. And today, January 11th, 2024, 
for the first time ever, that book is now closed. There are no more chapters to write about the dynasty that is the New England Patriots. It's, um, you know, the last few chapters that we've seen the last four years, they haven't been incredibly fun chapters. I don't think anyone's thoroughly enjoyed them, but I do feel like they're necessary and I I wouldn't change them for anything. And the, and the best part of all, right, this book, this metaphor, this metaphoric book that I'm talking about was authored by Belichick and Brady, and it's they authored the greatest book and the greatest dynasty that the game of football has ever seen. And the word that I keep coming back to is grateful. I just feel very grateful for the fact that for my entire football life, I've gotten the chance to watch Bill Belichick and Tom Brady compete at the highest level. Um, like People will be talking about the era of Belichick and Brady for the rest of time and we got to witness it firsthand as patriot fans like i don't take that for granted like i used to i certainly did where we used to joke when does our season start starts in the asu championship game that's not that that's the biggest unrealistic thing you could ever think of it is so goddamn hard to win in the nfl but i'm just so grateful that i got to see all those moments and uh again i'm not going to shut up shut up about these two for the rest of my life so to my kids and my future grandkids like you're fucked like a lot of bill and brady coming <laughs> Um, and now we know the Patriots stand at this fork in the road. They've made a decision to not go with Bill, their, 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 their safety net, what they've had for the last two decades. And the waters are murky for sure. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a Patriot fan. First and foremost, I wish Bill nothing but the best. I hope he goes out there and hope he, he, he tears it up, uh, for whoever, whoever he's coaching for, because he's going to go do great things. I have no doubt about it. Bill Belichick is going to go do great things somewhere. Um, and again, like I'm a Patriot fan and I'm going to root for the team. And while this has been a very sad day, it's also a start of a new era for Patriots football. And, you know, I'm already excited to go back in Gillette next year and, and be back in the house that Brady and Belichick built. And, you know, one day there will be this amazing statue of both of them in Gillette. And again, I will be the first person there to give them both their flowers and, it's just been the it's just been the coolest two decades ever. And that's how I feel. I know that was like me talking for like fucking fifteen minutes about nothing, but it was it it was the coolest run, and I just feel so lucky to have witnessed it firsthand. Oof. Just take taking a second to because that was real. Like that was real. Like we're joking about this being like therapy, but like that was some real shit right there. Um it's like I, there's so much of that that I can relate to, and I think a lot of Patriots fans can relate to. Like, completely echoing what you're said. Anyone in our age group or anywhere close to our age group knows the feeling of the fact that this is all we've like ever known. Like, yeah, the last four or five years certainly have been a roller coaster, and mostly probably going down than going up. But like that whole stretch, and I don't even think we realized it, right? Because we were pretty young and like we were growing up and like we were going through middle school, high school. Like, again, I don't think in the moment you realize these things, but truly like there were times when we'd be like, let's rest Gronk for the whole season and his season will start in the AFC Championship game. Like we used to yep. have those debates on like, we should rest Gronk for the whole season. Um, and like, it's crazy. Like that, that, that was, we learned what football was from that. Like, it, that sounds crazy, but like our like my impressions of football were like, oh, this is super fun. My team just go wins Super Bowls all the time. We just set records. Like 
Tom Brady breaks records. Randy Moss breaks records. Like the Patriots win, you know, multiple three out of four Super Bowl. Like it was just like, that's just what we do. And I completely agree for a long time. I took that granted. And like towards the end of Brady being on the Patriots, I think we kind of were realizing like, wow, like there's football fans who don't even understand this. Actually, sorry. No one outside of Patriots fans really understands that. But I just mean like there's a side of football that we don't even know because we've never experienced it. Right. And I like, I couldn't agree anymore. It was like, a crazy realization when we were like, wow, like this is, this is what the other side of the coin feels like. Like 99% of football fans feel this way. We were the 1% who never felt that way. And that was crazy to be like, we're kind of like getting out there in age and feeling that. And Kurt, I, I completely agree. Like Bill has been the constant through everything. Like it was Brady. And for his time, he was the constant there too. And then it was Bill and like, he was the Patriots and I'll even take it a step further for you, Kurt. Right. Undeniably sad for this bill era to come to an end because it's all we've ever known we don't even remember patriots before bill belichick we weren't old enough and he's been there the whole time i will even take this step further kurt as a boston sports fan right like we've had our childhood heroes like growing up and like there are people who are on our teams for a long ass time like the red sox like big poppy dustin pedroia like there's so many red sox i can't even name who are on the team forever the bruins had chara for the longest time ever right and rask for a really long time Celtics, like that 2018, like Paul Pierce, like, you know, obviously he was on the team the longest, but some of those other Celtics legends, KG, Real, and all that sort of stuff. Like, this was really the last childhood, like, bringing back memories of when I was young and growing up a Boston sports fan piece left of the Boston sports teams, right? Like, of course, there's new Boston players and people that we like, like the Celtics duo. Like, there's other great Boston players right now, but, like, Belichick was the last holdover from, like, the nostalgia of like being a sports fan. And so that has been something I've been thinking about since this path we've been taking of Belichick maybe leaving. And even today, like I was just thinking like, damn, like it was really making me both feel old, which doesn't feel super fun, but also just the sadness of being like, he was someone who I identify so much from being a sports fan growing up. And to see him leave is so crazy because like that really is not only the end of that Patriots chapter you mentioned, but also like a complete part of our our lives honestly because like that was childhood growing up no bruno that's so true and you know you just said something that truthfully i haven't thought about till this moment and it's just the fact that when bill belichick got to new england right 2000 the 2000 season or 1999 whatever 2000 season um if you think about boston sports who who was winning at that time? The Celtics had the 80s. They dominated in the 80s. The Bruins had won plenty of Stanley Cups before. But in a time where Boston wasn't winning anything, here come the Patriots to a region that hadn't done a lot of winning. And insert Bill Belichick, this figure, who wins a Super Bowl in his second year and then wins three out of four. By 2004, the Patriots had three Super Bowls. They brought Boston back to a winning culture. And then... It's like everybody else hopped along. They're like, okay. Uh, you know, the, the the Red Sox in 04 and 07 and the, and the Celtics in 08 and then the Bruins in 11 and the Red Sox again in 13 and 18 and the fucking Patriots again in 14, 16, 18. Like, it became the city of champions when Bill Belichick got to New England. And I think that's something that I had not honest to God thought about until this moment. He brought a winning culture to a city that hadn't been winning anymore 
And, you know, he is on the Mount Rushmore of any coach in any sport ever. But he, it's not dramatic to say that Bill Belichick changed the landscape of Boston sports forever. And that is something that is unequivocally one of the coolest things that can ever be said about Bill Belichick. So, gang, with that being said, um, you know, we, uh, I am not going to lie to you. We did record um, like 40 more minutes of this podcast. And for whatever reason, we kind of broke it down into three chunks. The middle chunk, uh, my audio worked, but Bruno's was a little finicky. And I don't know why. We can't figure it out right now. So, felt like it was best to <clears throat> get this part out um, on the day that Bill leaves the Patriots. We had plenty more Bill talk for sure in the next 40-minute segment and then the 10-minute segment at the end. Uh, we'll figure out what to do to, for that and, and put something out. But, you know, here's a quick 25 minutes about uh, about Bill and our thoughts as he leaves the Patriots on uh, January 11th, 2024. So uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get a, figure out a way to get that audio up and running probably tomorrow or, or Saturday before the games, and uh, we will go from there. But just felt like it was important to get this out there tonight. Um, like I said, we talked plenty more about Bill over the next 40 minutes, uh, and I definitely want you to hear that. So uh, that's coming your way, but just here are our initial thoughts on everything, and uh, appreciate you guys. Like I said, this is episode 100, and of course, you know, nothing like uh, a, a little flaw for episode 100 here, um, but I appreciate Bruno and all he does, and, you know, it's been just the coolest ride to do this with him, uh, and I appreciate all you guys for listening week after week when you certainly don't have to. And it means a lot to me. And, um, you know, it's something I'll never take for granted. So appreciate you all. Um, appreciate the Patriots. This is a, a, a new era, a new day as a Patriots fan. And it's uh, a little unsettling, but we will uh, we will go from here and, and see what happens. So thanks for listening to our thoughts, guys. Like I said, this is therapy for us. And uh, it was much needed on a daily today. So uh Best to all you guys out there listening. Uh, and as Bruno says, we will see you next time on Playing the Field.